it's always terrifying to see a handheld video of a lot of people screaming. And there's never been more of that than right now. Yeah. And so... <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It doesn't matter if, if one person gets shot. If there's a guy going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Well, like a, a, a camera goes like this, uh-huh. you know, it's yeah. like it's inevitably going to seem like, well, the world's falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. You get caught up in the emotion of that moment. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's, that happened six years ago. Right. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> nothing to run from. The game is person or garbage. The way it's played, you walk. You see something, and you say, is this pile of something a person, or is it in fact garbage? And I recommend you keep it at a guessing level. Don't kick the garbage. Do not provoke the garbage. <laughs> and joining me now, the senior Jew correspondent, Nate Fritz. And hey, Nate. Hello. Uh, nice uh, to have you back. Go oh, ahead. man. Thanks, thanks for having me. What, a, what an honor. Great to be back. <laughs> Truly, it truly is. I love just a touch of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's, a le- like a lemon wedge. Yes, full blown uh, sarcasm. Because it sounds, <laughs> the, I found that the more sincere it sounds, the the more sarcastic it is. And nothing sounds more sarcastic than trying to convince someone you're not being sarcastic. <laughs> True. It's like, no, 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 I mean it. No, really, really, I mean it. I mean, I do. Yeah, I and do. Especially, when I'm happy to be here. About being someplace, uh, being happy to be someplace, <laughs> especially. Yeah. Uh, the murder of Menachem Stark was reported. Ah, this yeah. guy will not go away. He was reported by the paper of record, New York Post, in a manner. Uh, this was back in uh, his murder was 2014. Mm-hmm. January, uh, and uh, when they reported it, it was a little bit irreverent, almost jubilant, really. They reported the story of his kidnapping. Uh, this is an ultra-Orthodox Jewish landlord, and he, uh, and when they found his still-smoking body uh, mm-hmm. in a dumpster in Long Island, they followed up with news uh, of the murder there, and uh, he was the wood that day. The headline, along with a picture of the dead man, uh, it said, uh, who didn't want him dead? <laughs> <laughs> and needless to say, we all got a kick out of that. Because uh, and, and really, it's it's less about him being Jewish, more about having a landlord in your past who was just too busy and self-involved to bother with returning your deposit or uh, settling any claim you have, or or ma- you know making necessary repairs and shit like that, keeping it up the code. Yeah, but to be honest, to be fair though, uh, plenty of people wanted him dead because he was a Jew. So, mm-hmm. uh, so that was that you know that was part of it. I don't know. He owed a lot of money. Is that what you mean? Because he owed money, that kind of Jew, like because <laughs> he was such a Jew. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I meant it as the adjective. It's true. <laughs> now, uh, well, and, and of course, uh, there's a lot of people who want every Jew dead. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that Jews? I, I don't feel that even like the most hardcore Jews really want the. They don't want. It's weird the difference. I don't think they want the the goyim dead. They just uh, they just don't give a shit about them at all. I think they, most, they like to tune most them Jews, out most like Jews, static. Yeah, most Jews would like to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Most Jews would like to most Jews would like only to have to deal with other Jews. Mm-hmm. Now they why feel, is that? I because it's, what do they feel it's an insular community. They feel that you know they should be able to police themselves. They should be able to you know. Uh, they should be able to uh, educate their children however they want. They don't mm-hmm. like, they don't like the influence of, you know, the outside world and all of the, you know, and all of you know the goyim having an influence on their children and the way their children, you know, they want their children to grow up 
like they did mm. with their, you know, with whatever. Yeah, that back, sort of thing. Yeah, and and to a certain extent, that's fair. I think you know you should be able to filter out a certain kind of influence if you don't want it on your on your kids. Or, yeah, but or if something. you don't want your kid meeting Christians, you know, I'm sorry, America might not be for you. I don't, you know, <laughs> you you should probably check out another country. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Israel. Like, like Israel's got quite a few Jews. Yeah, there, why not? You know? it, it might be the perfect place for you. And and I think that. You know, they largely do uh, police and educate themselves, and they mm-hmm. they do get um, a pretty wide berth on that, as we'll, we'll see later on with the Shamrim, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, patrol that they have. Yeah, um, they're serious. They, it, it's not just guys walking around like the the guardian angels or something. They uh, they have cars that say Shamrim on the side, mm-hmm. and they, even their sirens are like Shamrim. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how you know they're coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, da 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 da. Up, Shamroom coming, Shamroom coming. The five o coming up the street. The eighteen o. Yeah, da 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 da. I would love to know the significance of that, but I don't want to. I don't know if I want to stop no, the it's action. Not, it's, it's such a long. It's Jewish though. Yeah, it the is. The eighteen o. All right, I'm gonna take your word for it. If I use the, that, the one eight, in a conversation with uh, with a Jewish person. And they and they look at me funny. I'm going to send them straight to senior Jew correspondent. That's right, Nate Fritzen. I'm at so Nate happy Fritzen, to have you follow back. me <laughs> at Nate Fritzen. Yes, do follow him. Uh, and uh, yeah, are you uh, are you uh, getting uh, on stage a lot these days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been very uh, very busy, very fortunate to be busy. Well, that's uh, cool. Are you going on the road? Going on the road. I'm going to be uh, in Phoenix at Stand Up Live uh, at the end of the month, the oh. 26th and 27th. With the uh, with my buddies at the Sklar Brothers, we're That's gonna great. do a, a live a live taping of their podcast and then uh, shows oh. all weekend. So that is your podcast priority. What's I would that? Say. The the Sklar Brothers. I mean, like I'd say their podcast must be big, right? Their podcast is doing very well. I mean, I'm I'm here right now. I don't mean to be talking about other podcasts. I'm sorry. I hope you. <laughs> I just thought what I, I meant. Did. We never said we were exclusive. <laughs> no, Pat. No, no. I uh, <laughs> I've been seeing other podcasts. <laughs> I just always want to be. You see, there you wouldn't be the senior Jew correspondent. That's true. No. Your rank is different. I'd be the junior. You'd be the the, the junior Jew intern. Junior Jew intern. The Jew turn. The Jew turn. Uh, and uh, I'm and I'm sure that the pay will not be uh, all that great. Um, not not what I'm throwing you. Right. That's true. I mean, a grape uh, soda. It's. <laughs> gotta... Well, there's four co-defendants in this case, uh, and uh, they. Uh, only one of them is charged with the murder. His name's Kendall Felix. He was mm-hmm. picked up three months after the murder, and he faces 50 years to life if convicted. He says his cousin planned the robbery, and he did not. And that's the that's what mm-hmm. resulted in Stark's death. So uh, an NYPD detective um, says he believes him that he did that he's uh, that he didn't uh, plan the whole thing. Christopher yeah. Scar, yeah, he said, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true, right? I like that. Yeah, I like that. It's like, uh, it's like, yeah. What do you know? The the guy uh, throwing the charred body in the dumpster himself is not the mastermind. He doesn't. You wouldn't describe this guy as a, having a mastermind. No, the person who's willing <laughs> to put his fingerprints all over this. I don't know how ch- how fingerprints work with charring. But I, yeah, I don't either. But it just seems like, of course, it's never, it's never the guy, it's never the guy whose plan it is to like. He's not going to get his hands dirty. That dude never gets his hands dirty. That makes that's a good point. Yeah. You know, it's like Doctor like, No or something. Yeah, it's like who is this? Like, the, is your first day detecting things? 
Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they, you know, they must have asked him some question that led him to say this. You know? Right. Uh, oh, he was willing to <laughs> to roll over on his friend, face it fifty years. No, no, that's not what I mean. I mean the detective. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah, the detective said this. Oh, okay. Like he yeah. did, he he he, they, they, he was it was a pretrial hearing, and uh, he said uh, he said he was quiet, lazy, laid back, a follower. Definitely not the mastermind of this, mm-hmm. and uh, I yeah I guess it is obvious, but it's unmistakable proof to the contrary of a widely held belief uh, that's espoused often by parents and and teachers and authority figures in general that these qualities will never serve you. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least he's not getting credit for the right. uh, you know for thinking it up the premeditation yeah. part or whatever. But you know he was killed accidentally. It was I think it was it's manslaughter. It's not like accidental like he fell down a flight mm-hmm. of stairs, but it's like. Uh, I, I would call it involuntary manslaughter, maybe manslaughter, I suppose, because, you know, I, I, they came there to get money from him. They were trying to extract a debt. Yeah. And, 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 man, Stark really put up a fight. He put up an incredible fight. I remember seeing a video of this, and it's hard to find this video now because I looked and looked and looked. Couldn't come across it. They have a video of him being kidnapped, and it was, like, fairly close up, uh-huh. and you could see the struggle, and it was... I hate to say it, it went on for a long time and it was comical because it went on for so long and the guy was fighting so hard and there's more than one person trying to leverage him into this van and he's so good at like slipping out just yeah. <laughs> and you can see the intensity of his like bristling kind of like uh, growing as they, as they try to do it and they eventually wear him down and get him in the truck. It's unfortunate that he fought so hard because... Ima- imagine how much, how much, imagine how much easier it would have been to get away if he wasn't wearing all of those stupid clothes. Uh, if he wasn't wearing a wool suit yes. and, and a trench coat and three you know, hats. Three they were hats, th- you know. Like. Nine pairs of shoes. It's very, at least it's practical at that time of year. There was a snow falling. That's it was true. the beginning of a blizzard. Yeah, so probably, you got to give it that. Yeah, it wasn't, uh, Yeah, but he's wearing the same shit uh, in, in this time of year when the whole city is mm-hmm. just fucking awful. It's garbage season right now. We just started garbage season uh, a little early, in fact. Yeah. Maybe like around uh, mid-July or, or earlier in July. Could could go back even further. Just I think the city stinks uh, almost year round mm-hmm. uh, on uh, ice somehow. Yeah, it stinks on ice. It does. Somehow. <laughs> uh. It t- takes a lot to cool down uh, <laughs> that much. Uh, you know, human uh, waste. My God, There's piss in the streets now much more. And Penn Station smells like a human shit. You get off the train at Thirty Fourth Street from the one, and I swear to Christ, it's just unbearable. It's like someone's holding. A, a not small pile of shit inches below your chin. Right. And 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 that there's like a heater uh, blowing that blowing. into your face. <laughs> I, I've never experienced some, something that like is a smell that's so strong and yet no one seems to be investigating it. That's the other part of it. Not, people aren't going like, we need to fucking, what's going on here? Should we right. shut it down? Should we shut down Penn Station? Do we figure it out? Nothing like no, that. No, no, they're never going to shut down Penn Station. That's the, I think Penn Station runs on that smell. I mean, I think it's powered by that smell. It's, it's never going to... Yeah, there's somebody shoveling that smell right? into, into a thing. Shoveling shit into a furnace. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, there's you know, 111 homeless guys down there <laughs> just cranking it out. Uh, or people who, who have homes and just love to shit. You know? Yeah, let's not... You know, it takes all shit. You know, it takes all kinds of shit to get pets. It takes a village. That way. It takes. A- <laughs> Why uh, could that? I I don't understand it. I I, I it, it's. 
I know people would think I'm exaggerating. Think like, oh yeah, sure, you're doing that whole New York stinks. It all smells like shit. No, visit part- lovely Penn Station and tell me <laughs> and tell me that we're exaggerating. That it smells like anything but shit. While you're there, hop on the M, take it to the Myrtle Wyckoff stop in Bushwick, and tell me that something foul isn't happening below the 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 sidewalk in that part of it is like the the MTA finally acknowledged it. They they like if you ever happen by this is like so inside New York. No, but great. I got Mur- uh, Myrtle Wyckoff, the uh, LM stop in uh, in Bushwick. Yeah, uh, it is the they've there's raw there is a sewage line was uh, compromised and is uh, and is wafting the fumes up. <laughs> uh, so anyone looking to take a Tinder date back. <laughs> To like, I don't know, Booby Trap or Bushwick Country Club. You want to avoid the Myrtle Wyckoff stop. It is going to throw a real wrench in the, in the works tonight. I can't believe it. Um, yeah, they, they, that uh, that they. I mean, once once they find it, isn't it a simple thing? Like, oh, we'll call a plumber and uh, yeah, we'll patch that up for you. That'll take. <laughs> it should. You should see. It would. You know. You would think. Uh, yeah. You know, didn't they have like a $2 billion surplus this year also, the MTA? No, no, certainly not. No way. Not a surplus. No. I mean, if they did, they gave it all to their executives. So it's not like they're going to like go, hey, right. oh, we got all this extra money. They're always begging for more money. Yeah, exactly. They get a whole thing and then they're like, hey, Cuomo, how about some more money? We're and doing then, such a bang up job. Yeah, nothing really runs. Pro- I will say that if the trains, uh, people complain about late, you know, they're late and shit like that. My lines are always pretty good. I've never had to wait too long. It seems like they generally go, you know, pretty often. Yeah, but it is nice to have. It is nice that everybody knows that the MTA sucks. Mm. So if you are late, you can blame it on a train. That's true it's too. It's great. Yeah, you trains, know, man. It's like the, you know, it's oh man, the trains are terrible today. It's like the post office. You know, mm-hmm. I hope they never get rid of the post office because <laughs> you know I'll give you my rent when you when I give you my rent. You know, yeah. and if it gets lost, I'm sorry, it got lost in the mail. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you. I sent my it mailman's ten got, days ago. My mailman's got a lip ring. I don't know. I don't know what you know. It's, a, yeah. You know, he looks like he works on a hot topic, and it's weird. Have so you, I don't have trust you that guy. That? Have you noticed the postman dressing down? Yeah, postman used to be like a uniform. Yeah, this guy's got his shirt untucked. He's got like the like the posture of a dude I bought drugs from in high school. It's yeah. just like, yes, it's like it's it's barely a uniform. Yeah, yeah. It used to be. You look at a postman. It's like that's generally speaking, that's a certain kind of guy, a guy you respect. It looks like the my postman, the guy who does my my block. It looks like he bought these clothes at a thrift store. Yeah, and it's just wearing them out. <laughs> like he bought a uniform that doesn't fit him in a resale shop. That's hilarious. Speaking of people who have uniforms that don't fit, yeah, you ever notice that security people never have a suit that fits? Yeah, isn't that weird? They get like a one size fits all thing, and then they're like, "We hope we get a big guy, but if we don't, if it's a skinny guy who who uh, interviews, I almost said auditions, <laughs> skinny guy." <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. Just, just we're gonna get you to just uh, slate for us. Uh, say the name of your, uh, your name and the name of your agent. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, okay, now uh, read the line. Okay, just start with the. What are you kids doing in here? <laughs> All right, uh, you got to be All big. Right. That's okay. the audition. All right, here's the audition. Okay, uh, that was great. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, every audition ends with okay. That was great. That was great. And then and then it's like you know it was great. Can I do? You don't ever want to like fucking you know like it, it just you never get good feedback. Right. 
It's just uh, one word. That was great. Thanks for coming in. It's great. Those things. Could you be taller? Yeah. Could you do? <laughs> could you be taller? Could you? Could you have worked out a lot for like the last <laughs> twenty years? Could you? <laughs> is there any way you could have uh, been in the military in we'd, the past? We'd like to see that again, but not you. Yeah. <laughs> could you be not you? Need more authority <laughs> and less of your face. <laughs> It's an interesting thing to be in a suit that fits you so badly and in a position where you're trying to have any kind of respect. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, you look like a doofus. Yeah, you look like someone who just got dragged to church. Like, you weren't you weren't ready for it. <laughs> it's like, I haven't worn this suit in 10 years. You look like somebody in 1998. <laughs> N-A-T-E-F-R-I-D-S-O-N. Frid. So. It's a quiet, laid-back guy. Maybe uh, we'll we'll get off. Uh, I don't know if he will or not. He may do fifty years. But the, what happened is the the guy resisted so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about Menachem Stark, the uh, slum lord who was who was killed um, during a kidnapping and, and an attempted robbery. He was flopping around so much in the van, and they and they had to uh, they the, had to the guy sat on his chest mm. to train his the chest compression is what killed him. Uh, and then, you know, obviously they decided, well, there's nothing to do now except burn this guy yeah. in a dumpster. And that's where he was found. Uh, and not a proper Jewish burial. <laughs> no. Uh, traditional Jewish burial, but not a proper one. Um, uh, it was, I, you know, I don't know. At the time, I, I believe at the time I said this was actually j- uh, good for Jews, GFJ. Oh, yeah? I mean, it was bad for one Jew. But it was, you know, the the fewer sl- the fewer Jewish slumlords and visibly Jewish slumlords we have, yeah, uh, are I think is an improvement and can uh, can only help our, you know, uh, you know, can only help communities, you know, exist in harmony. This this guy was so Jewish. He always looked like he was wearing like his like his Jewish, uh, you know, dress uniform. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like you know how when the military when they wear like the white the, the Marines have the white yeah. hat and shit. He was wearing the Jew version of that, which is uh the that it's not even like the regular Jewish hat that's like a gigantic uh fedora. No, it's the whatever. fur one. The fur. Yeah, yeah, that fur, yeah. It's a hat like uh like you might see the guard wearing in front of Buckingham Palace. Sort of, but it's more. But instead of tall, it's wide. It's like a. It's kind of like a fur hockey puck, is what it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's such an insane looking hat, and and the hats cost. I'm mean, like nine hundred bucks or something. At, or at least, I mean, you have to. The hat has to have a hechsher on it. The hat ha, hat has to be uh, kosher. No kidding. Yeah. Did you close. just use a term that I don't know? The yeah. hat has to have a hexer on it. Yeah, yeah. Is it's that the, a term? The yeah, the it's the okay from the from the kosher people. Thank you so the much. Hex, See, hexer. that's why you're here. You're yeah. not here to not use a term like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're here. <laughs> I, I said it. It's the but that's the thing that happens. Don't, don't do it down. That's the. That's, <laughs> but that's the thing that happens is that you uh you know you you use these words around people, then they roll their so oh, this true right here they you know they roll their eyes and so you know, oh not it's here my net. Yeah, that's true. I'm in a no, safe space. Nothing but yeah, <laughs> you're, it's, it's it's overflowing with acceptance for the right. Jewish people here, and uh, and and certainly you're no exception to that. Uh, we'll come back to uh, another Jewish story mm-hmm. a little bit later, but at first, a, a couple in the Flatiron District is suing a construction firm. They say two of its workers, one Mr. Rodriguez and one Mr. Pate, barricaded and pummeled their vehicle while they were trying desperately to get their beloved bulldog Bruiser. To the vet, uh, and uh, 
just a, a obviously a, a situation filled with emotion. You know, when you're trying to get uh, this mm-hmm. this you know a, animal who doesn't matter to uh, right. to get its life saved. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not as if saving that dog's life is going to be like you know what if if, if this dog dies. Who's going to do this uh, surgery tomorrow? You know, right, right. What's going to happen? What's, if this dog dies, then who is Nate going to walk tomorrow? If this dog, you know, <laughs> does this dog uh, have the secret antidote on him? I mean, what, what, what is it? Has, what is it about this dog? Does, he has does an important oral tradition. Die? He has a, uh, he has like a treasure map uh, tattooed on his stomach. Does he? The couple, uh, <laughs> they were, it's of no consequence. They were in their car at 22nd Street and Park uh, when a flag man stopped their car. You have no choice but to stop when that happens. And the mm-hmm. flag man uh, ended up, I guess, they, they said what they were trying to do. And, and uh, they, you know, they said, look, our dog's not breathing. He ne- we need to get him to the hospital. Uh, and, the, and one of the workers there said uh, he didn't give a fuck about their dog, which... You're not required to give a fuck about their dog. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. The, the Post reports then, uh, Rodriguez, and anybody who likes dogs a lot has stopped listening to the podcast a long time right. ago. Sure. So who cares? Look, I love dogs. I think they're fine. They're good animals, uh, you know, and, and, and who cares? But uh, I, I don't think we're really supposed to be looking at pictures of your dogs all the time necessarily. No, I mean, absolutely kinda, not. Let's calm down on the dog love. Uh, and, and if a dog gets uh, killed, it's not as bad as a person getting killed. Focus. Let's focus on that. Let's let's take care of the people before we take care of the canines. So Rodriguez uh, then uh, stood in front of the vehicle with his hands on the hood, as Pate. And I'm reporting this. This is directly from the post because I'm not exactly sure what it means. Pate laid across the passenger side. Uh, Sue says, and then the other construction workers started to crowd around the car. Of course, just trying to see what's going on. I'm sure, but they want to, you know, I guess ensure that the car is not driving into the zone that yeah. they're trying to keep them out of. Yeah, where they're constructing things. Yes, a, a, a zone where there's danger and, yeah. and, and where there's insurance that doesn't cover you, and where and they you, they know. didn't leave the house in a hard hat. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure the dog certainly doesn't have one. No, and he's so. Not, yeah, he's so they'd have to leave him behind. Even yeah, if they could get through. Uh, I think that what does this mean? Laid across well, the passenger side. Th- see, to me, like this is the problem with these accounts. Uh, like you know, if you because if you read the headline, it it says that it's a suit. Yeah, you know. Suit. So this is what the suit alleges. Yes. But you know, the average person reads this and they just see this as, oh well, this is what happened. Of course. But they don't, you yeah. know. It's, so they it, don't. Not only is it uh, uh, like an account of what happened that you're reading in the newspaper, but it's not even one that the newspaper is 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 saying happened. They're, they're reporting it from one side. One side of it. So, like, this whole, I don't give a fuck about your... I'm sorry, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy that the construction worker said this. I don't buy that he laid across the hood. Yeah. I'm reading all this, I'm like, this sounds like the reactionary... This sounds like the reaction of a dog couple yeah. who loves their dog... <laughs> And this yeah. guy, this for this construction worker laid down on the hood, like this would have to be the most reactionary and uh, active construction worker I've ever seen. Like yeah. first he would have to get up from laying down on the sidewalk mm-hmm. in order to get up, <laughs> walk over, and lay down on the hood. Yeah, like, I think that I I see what you mean though. You know, because like, this couple is one of these couples who um they're. First of all, they're filing suit right. about this, you know, and and uh, second of all, you know, I mean, they're the kind of couple that's rushing their their dog to the vet every time he's not breathing. Right. Yeah. Some and, dog, and you know, the dog is, you know, he's he's taking a break. 
let it go. They do they do that. That's what mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, you know why he's not breathing? He's a bulldog, yeah. and it's almost impossible to breathe. You know, that's the breed you bought. Breathing is difficult for bulldogs. It's true. Of course he's not breathing. He's, like, fucking tired of doing it. It's with great effort. I think that uh, the actual thing that it says here, though, is that he the, the one guy had his hands on the hood, uh-huh. and then Pate, the other guy, laid across the passenger side. Now, does that so, mean laid across the passenger side of the hood, or is he laid across the passenger? I, I didn't. Am I dumb? What does he mean by I, that? I had a hard time with this, too. I'm not really. I figure, like, he sat the on. Pat, the, like, laid on that woman's side? Like, he <laughs> draped himself over the shotgun. Uh, like, I think, like, the windshield and the hood. Mm. I'm guessing he sat on the hood with his back to the windshield. I see. That's how I envisioned it. I see. Okay. But I also... In order to just try and keep them to go from going forward, it's really not something that should be done. You shouldn't lay on a person's car. You no. should just smash their windshield with your sledgehammer. Right. Uh, the couple's lawyer said they were threatened. They were put in... And here's another thing. Yeah. In imminent fear. Yeah. I, I love this. By two, by these two knuckleheads. Now, yeah, your take on that, I'm Wh- sure, will be the same as mine. They're on the brink of fear. <laughs> they're they're standing on the very precipice of yeah. feeling kind of scared. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that can result from this <laughs> is some fear. Is some form of uneasiness. Yeah, and and they uh, are the, the, <laughs> imminent fear. Yeah, they were they were beyond anxiety. <laughs> into dread. I think that yeah, obviously the the design there is to get imminent. And then you're, most people, they don't really tune into the fact that what you're saying is that, uh, yeah, okay, so they didn't feel like they were in danger. Right. And uh, and, and it's... But it could happen. You're in imminent fear the second you leave your apartment in New York City. <laughs> I, if you if you don't feel that, you're living in too nice a neighborhood. Every Where do breath, you live? Every, Upper East Side? Get out of here. Every breath you take, uh, you're <laughs> every, in imminent fear. Imminent it's, fear? It's always, you're, of course, you're going to be afraid again. I yeah. mean, I like it's it's an existential state. Yeah, I like <laughs> fear is part of life. You know, like you have a this guy. This life li- has placed me in imminent fear. Yeah, I'm in imminent. What do you? What is that? Is that even? Can you sue someone on for causing imminent fear? Yeah. <laughs> you combine a couple of things, you know, imminent danger, and yeah. they, and and they were in you fear. Me- I hope he. I hope he meant to say imminent danger. If he meant to say imminent fear, the judge should throw this out. Well, I mean, he's like, I'm sorry, this is an adult court. This might uh, be <laughs> where you feel we feel big boy emotions in here. I don't. This might be something <laughs> that was said to the post as well, uh, and and uh, in an interview or something like that. It says the lawyer said that. I don't know if he said that in court or if this was a uh, you know in an interview. They get to say, what do you think about this? Well, they were threatened. They, I think that probably he refers to him as these two knuckleheads, which sounds like more like something that they would say to the post right. than something they would say to a jurist. Yeah, <laughs> will the knuckleheads please rise? <laughs> Frere uh, inched his car forward. Then that's the owner. Uh, of the dog again, again. I inched, I inched my car. I just inched it forward. Yeah, exactly. I just inched it. F- I moved it forward one inch. Again, like whose word is that? You inched it. Do uh, we we got this on tape? Yeah. Sounds like you drove your car through a construction site. Uh huh. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> sounds a lot like yeah. you, like someone who stood in front of you and said, "Please don't drive in here." And, and you, went, you and you said, "My dog." And you said, "My dog." And then you imagined when he said. 
I don't, I'm sorry, your dog doesn't matter here. Do not drive your car. And he took that as, I don't give a fuck about your dog. And uh, then he inched it forward. I inched it forward. And I just, I just said, I just got to inch it up to like, ah. I got it an I inch up. What really happened, it would, I, I don't doubt that the guy yeah. said, I don't give a fuck about your dog. But yeah, I'll tell that you, does sound like a But how it probably right. came up was that the guy, because it, it doesn't really say, you know, how they, it, that it was in response to anything or like that. So what, what most likely happened, and it's again, one-sided, uh, the guy had said, "My dog is gonna die." My, do- what do you? And he probably said that in various ways yeah. for five minutes, right? And then finally, <laughs> the guy's like, look, "Look, man, I don't give a fuck about your dog. Look, you can't go in here right, right. now." Right. We are swinging a wrecking ball. You, you mean, cannot be in here. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's very dangerous here right now. And then the guy like broke in. I don't care about the danger. There is a. This is a matter of life and death. But my dog. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your dog. I can yeah. see it. I can yeah. see it. You know, yeah, but, I can see that coming out of a, a construction worker's mouth. After though, not as the first response as they Absolute. make it sound. Yeah, you know, not exactly. Like a, I don't. I don't give a fuck about your dog. <laughs> fuck Man, you. Man, fuck. I hope your dog's dead right now. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your wife. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another thing. Not one cat call in this article. How am I supposed to believe this? <laughs> Not one. This eyewitness account. Yeah, it's just flawed in many ways. The bulldog was saved. He said the he, he inched forward to get the men off to get the men off, you know, and then eventually got Bruiser to the vet, uh, though he later died from a heart condition. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean. Uh, what this this uh? I wonder who they're suing in connection with that. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> it's take that up with God. I guess the, the I surgeons at Brady Memorial. Oh, right. <laughs> Frere was arrested and charged. This guy was charged with leaving the scene of an accident and reckless driving. The charges were dismissed. However, uh, you know, to be arrested and charged with a crime in in this thing, you would think, hey, look, uh, you know, maybe you're not all in the right here. Maybe this yeah. didn't happen exactly how you said. Uh huh. And uh, like I said, I mean, the charges were dismissed, but like, uh, were they dismissed for lack of uh, evidence? For lack of, well, the, the, we didn't have, the cameras didn't catch it, so we don't think we can really win this, so and we might as well drop it. It doesn't mean when the charges are dropped that, the, that you know, that there's no culpability then, there. Yeah, exactly. that he was, uh, what is it, uh, absolved yeah, of exactly. the charges? Yeah, yeah, he's absolved legally, not absolved yeah. in reality necessarily. Right. So uh, reckless driving and, uh, and, and leaving the scene of an accident. And now uh, another thing is if they just got on top of the car, right, mm-hmm. and, and the guy had his hands on the hood and then the one guy is laid across and you inched it forward, where's the accident here? Where is yeah. the, the accident was you hit people with your car. Yeah. <laughs> I think you hit someone. I mean, I think he hit someone with his car and then the guy got knocked up onto the hood of the car. Yeah. Like he was driving a car into a dude's legs uh-huh. and the dude, instead of going under the car, yeah. jumped a little bit. Yes. He laid across the hood. Yeah. Yeah. When he, you cut his legs he off. He draped him. himself across the hood like he's trying to lure you into the next room or something across a chaise lounge. <laughs> Languidly. Well, hold on. I'm just going to go uh, put on some more comfortable boots. Let me uh, go. Sit. Let me go. He had a martini right. shaker. Would you come on up and see me sometime on the hood of this car? <laughs> While I recover from these injuries. <laughs> Is uh, after his arrest, uh, after Frere's arrest, Rodriguez says allegedly wouldn't let the slight go. So now it's referring to it as a slight. Getting hit by a car. Yes. <laughs> That's the big idea, man. At work, too. At work, no less. You are at work. We have, we've had construction going on outside our door for, I don't know, months. And for crying out loud, every time Newshorn, Mandy Statmiller, walks outside... It's cat calling. Yeah. Like you've never heard, I guess. I don't know. That's what she says. Yeah, like, that's what they all say. I don't know. You know. Yeah, they all say it's constant. Yeah. yeah. The, you're being yelled at mm-hmm. every every minute of every day. 
I mean, I've heard some of the things that uh, I've heard some of the things that people have yelled at my girlfriend, and it's uh, it's pretty. It's uh, things like, "What are you doing with that Jew?" It's uh, <laughs> it's that. That's <laughs> not. That doesn't make me feel good as a lady. Yeah, exactly. She, she doesn't want people to know I'm Jewish. You know, that's yeah. why she picked me. <laughs> I'm covert. Yeah, I'm a yeah. You're I'm under, the, under the radar. I'm the Jew. daywalker. If, if you know, if if it wasn't for knowing you, I would think you were a black dude. <laughs> That's the way you're sipping on that crush. It's true. It's, it's great. On, on it's great crush. She said, "Yeah, it is grape, and it is great. It is." And here's the other part of it. Uh, now, with the with the catcalling thing, I this isn't the other part of it. I, I I led into that sentence wrong. Here's my version of a catcall. This is what I would do. I, would, I figured it out because I'm not a catcalling kind of guy. Yeah, I never was either. And it's because. Uh, that's just, uh, I didn't grow up in a big family, <laughs> so speaking out like that, it's not the way that I communicate, you know? I'm more of a pull-you-aside type of person, yeah. you know? Yelling something in passing, you know, I want to get results. What I would say is uh, I, w- I would speak to her gently and, and, and quietly, you know? If I start on the street, say, excuse me, yeah, I, I bet you get yelled at all the time, don't you? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, I am not a person who does that, and I, I almost yeah. wanted to say something to you about that, you know? Right. About you being, you know about how nice that dress is or whatever it is that I'm going to compliment. Right. That's the way I would do it. Yeah. I bet you and I would... be like, hey, listen, you know, I, it's probably really hard for you on, on these streets, and uh, I just want to say, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'd be happy to eat your asshole. If you want to, <laughs> if you, uh, you yeah. know, your dress looks so good. I just want you to know. If that would help. Uh, you, you know, know. <laughs> only if it would help. Somehow assuage the pain that right. you've gone through. <laughs> At the, at the hands of the patriarchy, right, and men who are building more things to support the patriarchy, mm-hmm. i.e., construction workers, uh, he wouldn't let the slight go. He stalked Frere to his, and also his name, I think, is evidence. Frere, Frere. I mean, I've never seen that name before. F R E I R E. I mean, Frere is Fre- is French for brother. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so this guy's that's that. That must be a French word. Mon French Frere. Word. Mon frère, but no my I brother, in it. but no I means? in it. Yeah, okay. Mon frère. Well, after Frere's arrest, he wouldn't let the slant go, and he, uh, he it says he stalked Frere to his mm-hmm. block twice. Now, to his block again, misleading language. To his block. This seems to me to be, uh, this guy is doing construction in your neighborhood. <laughs> Yes. This is how I read this. Mm-hmm. Now, again, maybe my mind was made up and I was team construction from the jump. Yeah. But to me, he's do he's building a building where this guy lives mm-hmm. and he might find himself at the deli on this guy's block. Yeah. And then you see the asshole who hit you with his car and you might want to walk up to him and say, I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what he someone said. Someone hit me with somebody hit me with his car and I happen to see him on my block. I might say something. It's. Twice he did this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, once in December, once in March. <laughs> like, Jesus, you know, that's a long time. You want to make sure you hit it in all the seasons. You know, yeah. I'm gonna get you no matter what. What's up going on with the trees? You think you know? shit has changed now? <laughs> just because the flowers are blooming? <laughs> just... March is still pretty much dead of winter here. Right. Uh, within inches of his face too. Whenever there's this much description trying to convince me of something, I, I really start to get a little suspicious. Yeah. Within inches of his face. If, if it was a real threat, really his proximity to your face doesn't matter that much. If uh, it's a real threat, it's, yeah, it's 20 feet from you, it's across the street, it's right up in you, it's nose to nose, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, and sometime a, between December and March, I think he would have gotten you already. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he clearly knows where you live. <laughs> 
You're oh gonna... man, I'm saving up, and when I get, let me tell you, when I can afford that spiked bat, yeah. oh my god, I'm gonna get. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm working out, I'm trying to get in perfect condition. I don't want you coming back with anything. I'm giving you lots of warning. I'm getting my own nail gun. What do you think of that? I'm gonna get you. <laughs> get me now. You get reported me. both incidents to the police. Get me now or anytime this calendar year, but yeah. uh, please get me. And then you learn that Pate had a long rap sheet. The Belleville, New Jersey resident pleaded guilty to aggravated assault, kidnapping, and armed robbery in New Jersey between 2006 and 2013, according to you know court papers, whatever. Uh, now the he's uh, he's awaiting trial on an attempted murder charge. It says for for allegedly hitting two people with hammers during a bar brawl in in South Hackensack. A bar brawl in South Hackensack, and he busts out hammers. Well. He yeah. brought he he brought hammers to a hammer fight. Is my guess. Uh, I'm guessing there were other construction workers at that establishment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. people he was hitting were probably not worth a damn. Right. <laughs> and it's a, of course it's attempted murder because you yeah sure you can kill somebody with a hammer. Uh, he's awaiting trial because that shit only happened January of 2014. Uh, so clearly. It's gonna. It, you know. It's. What do you think? Justice really does not work that quickly. He's awaiting yeah. trial. Yeah. Not even on trial. Right. Here's the other thing. He's charged with attempted murder for allegedly hitting two people. So I guess allegedly hitting. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Two two charges there maybe. I don't know. And uh, and he's out. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, what is this kidnapping? That's part of it. I mean, did he hit someone in a bathroom? That's what I'd like to know. I I think he, he maybe he like cornered someone. That's probably it. If anytime you don't let somebody walk the way they want to walk, yeah. they step in front of their way. It's, ob- it's maybe like you put obstruction. Your hands, put your hands on the hood of their car while yeah. they were running over you. Right. <laughs> if if a construction company uh, tries to stop me, I always respect them. I'm saying, yeah. Thank you for saving my life. But sure. like, I don't want a beam to be- follow Mr. me, Mr. Magoo. I don't- what do you- <laughs> <laughs> right. I seldom. Does a crane fall and land on your head? Sure. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's sel- seldom does seldom. this happen. Seldom, seldom. <laughs> it did happen to one guy last it, year. It does happen though. Oh boy, yeah, he got, it does happen. And so you, they're keeping you out of where you're supposed to, uh, yeah. not be. And so okay, great. I, I think that it's best to do, now. Now, news or Mandy Statmiller, on the other hand, there's been times when she just goes, "I fuck you," and just walks, and uh, they don't stop her because she's big. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and and you know, kind of pretty, I think. And uh, they they don't want to. Sure, you want to uh, go on a limb there about your wife? <laughs> well, yeah, it's like I I I try not to be one of those proud parents. Oh know, yeah, yeah. But uh, still, you know, sure. I, I, she's. I I think that the I, I don't want to speak for them. They they do plenty of speaking to her already. But right. kind of pretty, according to them. Sure, that's that's how they catcall her. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you kind of pretty. Hey, you're all right. <laughs> like a, I give it like you're a six, six or a seven on a good day. You know, maybe you know, maybe you know, get a hair, get a haircut. She's a ten on her wedding day, and she's uh, otherwise a nine. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely newsroom, Mandy Statmiller, who, if she ever listened to this show, I would never talk about her this way. Yeah, but she doesn't. Safe space. So, so take that, Mandy. Uh, now we're back to Williamsburg, where two Shamrim thugs, according to the Post, that they're thugs. Uh, they uh, they took a little plea bargain here and have uh, judge jail, uh, jail time for beating a, a guy, and uh, they're now refusing to even do their community service. They said because it would be in a culturally diverse 
neighborhood. Now, of course, to the Hasidim, uh, culturally diverse basically means anyone who doesn't look like ZZ Top. Right, exactly. Exactly as, as I was saying earlier. Yeah. That's what they would rather just not see anyone else. Too much diversity. This guy's just regular Orthodox. Right. <laughs> sure, you're a Jew, but how Jew? Right. Well, uh, Tusham Rimmum, uh, 22-year-old Pinchus Braver, and 42-year-old uh, Abraham Winkler, uh, who is, I, I guess, at 42, must be the senior patrol heave. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the, the 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 age disparity in this hate crime is really, like, is this like a mentor program? Is this like... <laughs> it's heartening, isn't big it? Big Brothers, Big Hasids? Is it... <laughs> they admitted their role in the assault of gay black fashion student Taj Patterson, who was badly beaten by a group of Hasidic men as he walked down the street in Williamsburg. Uh, the man suffered uh, a broken orbital socket, torn retina, and was permanently blinded in one eye. Um, three members of the Shamrim now, and that's a bad beating. That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect a group of Jews to be able to inflict that kind of pain on somebody, <laughs> but these are different Jews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are not, you know, these are. I don't think it's. I don't think it's wrong to call these guys thugs. These are not your father's Jews. These are. These are not. Uh, these are more of my grandfather's Jews, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, thugs, I would say. Yeah. I mean, if they, I, I suppose. Yeah. I guess. Right. I, I mean, the, the thug would work for me. I. I. I'd say that because. Thug being not my word in that case. I guess yeah. what I was trying to like it, it reported in the papers. Thugs and and this guy a uh, braver. Uh, and Winkler and another guy, these three members, they were charged with gang hate crime. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what it was. Absolutely. And it can carry a sentence of up to 25 years. But to these two of them, they agreed to a guilty plea of unlawful imprisonment, which is uh, way short of what they did. They and, and they got three years probation. That's a that's a creative way to describe a circle of people kicking a person in the face. <laughs> I guess they had him imprisoned in that circle. Yeah, where he was served, uh, you know, three meals a day of uh, <laughs> kicking and stomping of kosher shoes to the <laughs> nose. Uh, yeah, they they got a heck. He got a hector on his face. <laughs> Fourteen hundred dollars in restitution, in addition, and one hundred and fifty hours of community service. In and it's specified in in that that it has to be uh, one hundred and fifty hours of community service in a quote culturally diverse neighborhood. Now they don't want to do it. In court in Brooklyn, they said they only want to volunteer at uh, Chai. Is that how you pronounce that? Uh, life, chai. Chai Lifeline. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's and, and it's spelled C-H-I-E. So I, could, I need a Chai Latte. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have a large Chai. Chai. Uh, or like chai means life. Say, like, oh, really? Like with the, when they say... Uh, the just dropped in to say Chai. Just say uh, when they, they do L'chaim. Chai, how are you? L'chaim is to life is what that means. L'chaim? L'chaim is the Jewish toast. Oh, I like that. To life is to nice. Life. I think to I'll life. probably just keep saying to life. To life. Every <laughs> time I toast life, which is seldom, I'm usually toasting death. Yes. And depravity. To the dead. An organization for uh, uh, sick Jewish children is what mm-hmm. this is. Yes. And, and they offer a number of services for Jewish children with life-threatening illness. And it's an important organization because it offers services to kids whose condition is potentially terminal. And these are kids who might otherwise die before they have the opportunity mm-hmm. to be molested by a rabbi. Right. <laughs> And that's a full life. Exactly. That's you don't true. Miss out. Yeah. That's right up until your bar mitzvah training. Uh, you, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, this is a nice organization until we find out that it's money laundering for uh, the organized crime that is the Hasidic community in New York City. So, uh, look, he's the senior Jew correspondent. Yeah. Take it up with him. Yeah. Take it up with me. Tweet me. Mm-hmm. Tweet 
tweet all of your uh, three parentheses names at me. Uh, the echo thing that uh, anti Semites do on Twitter now. Do that. Hit me with that. Yeah. Hit them with it. And they, are, are yeah. they are they doing that as well on on uh, the 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 other you know uh, method that uh, that you guys use is. Uh, WhatsApp. 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 Oh yeah, I'm not on WhatsApp. You're not on know. WhatsApp. I'm not on WhatsApp. He's I don't not know. on WhatsApp. I had a. I don't know. I. Uh, I don't even. You're I, so I, not on it, you won't say it with me anymore. And, and <laughs> anymore. <laughs> you uh, said that with me before. We had What's up? What's up? <laughs> no, uh, we don't say, this is not us. Never mind. <laughs> We're not actually asking each other what's up. It's WhatsApp. What's and that's up? how, like, uh, I, an ex of mine, they an communicate ex of mine was on it. it. Oh, really? Yeah. They use it for, that. yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's, it's, uh, isn't that what it's for? It's for, it's like texting, yeah. but it's not texting. It's texting, but it's not, yeah, it's not over the same. It's like a private thing, I guess, somehow. I and don't it's, know. Yeah, meaning that you can do it on the Sabbath or something, right. I guess. Somehow it's like uh, non-electric uh, texting. Can you text oh, on the Sabbath? You should not text on the Sabbath. Okay. No. And and uh, over uh, uh, the Passover and all that kind of stuff? Depends on the on the day. Uh, first night of Passover, you should probably not be texting. You should be, you know, at, at the Seder with your family. Mm-hmm. Talking about the you know trials and tribulations of the Israelites. Listen, the many Hasidic listeners to this show do not listen to New York City Crime Report to be lectured by you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, what is this thing? Some non yarmulke wearing. <laughs> yes, non yarmulke wearing Goy associate. <laughs> well true. known Goy associate. Well known Goy associate. <laughs> <laughs> he works in clubs not owned by Jews. I'll you work, know the ones. I'll work. I'll <laughs> Just work a couple. I'll work Friday nights. I'll do it. You hear that, people? That's a guy who respects his heritage enough to ignore it. Right. And and you should too. Now, uh, the other guy wants to go to trial. He's he's not taking the plea, and f- there were five initially charged. Uh, the tra- charges were dropped against two, uh, and uh, the other one is actually going to say, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to. That's too heavy for me. Community service. Community service no. in a neighborhood with blacks in New York City? No, thank you. Yes. I'll take my chances on the 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to meet any black people in prison, will I? I don't. <laughs> like <laughs> the, uh, the gay black man, uh, Patterson, was then 22, attacked uh, as he left a party around 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. This is uh, going back to the crime. This is how it happened. Uh, the group of men ordered him to his knees and beat him while referring to him using anti-gay slurs. Rather ironic, since that was what he'd been doing at the party all night. <laughs> Assuming he's some kind of masochist. But he's probably not. He probably didn't. He probably wasn't actually doing that. I uh, I gotta be... I mean, this is... This, to me, is like... You know, every time you go... When you go to synagogue anymore, they... And I very rarely do, but when you do, they give you... They're always quick to mention how important it is that you not marry a uh, you not marry a Gentile because you'll start to lose your heritage. But as you can see from this story, you can lose your heritage just by being in America. This is a classic backwoods gay hate crime. You know, yeah, yeah. this is a Southern Baptist Tennessee small town. Well. Hate crime. In fairness, the Jewish religion has been around a lot longer than America. That is absolutely true. But <laughs> so to, to carry it back, and I, I'm sure this isn't the first time. Oh no, I, no, it happens of, uh, in Israel all the time. But yeah. I mean, it's the Israel's real bad. But so let's take it all the way back but, to, the, to the fucking old, to the Middle East, really. Sure, yeah. But this is like this is just some old school. Like you don't think of American Jews going, "Boy, get on your knees," no, you know. Yeah. Like that's not. 
Well, yeah. That's well, really not an. And they did. They, that's how they spoke it too. Yeah. They, they, that's. <laughs> boy, we don't take kindly to your kind around here, here boy. In, here in Williamsburg. Here in Williamsburg. You ain't from around here, are you? Is your boy? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I hate more, the gay <laughs> or the black. <laughs> I reckon it's a tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me my kicking st- uh, stomping boots. No, uh, no, not those ones. The one with the nice lining. I that's, like. Uh, yeah, that's my stomping boots. <laughs> Give me my kicking boots. <laughs> Uh, hey now, uh, let me tell you something, boy. You ain't gonna see out of this eye again. <laughs> we gonna kick that eye until it don't work. We're this reading is... this from the transcripts. Yes, this, uh, is... We're... We're... <laughs> this is from the. <laughs> here, here, here's the from best... the testimony. Now, uh, here's and here's how they got it. And here's what the and now Patterson filed a lawsuit. Yeah, uh, one of these overly litigious types, like the Frères. Uh, he uh, he filed it against the the, the city and the NYPD. I don't think it's frivolous. I think this guy deserves uh, something in this because he says the Shamrim have gotten favorable and preferential treatment for years. Mm-hmm. High-powered members of the Shamrim made a few phone calls to ensure that the investigation, uh, you know, was going to be flubbed, and it was. Uh, one of the Shamrim's braver, he was treated to a tour of the 19th precinct after the attack. That precinct, run by notorious ex-cop Deputy Chief James Grant who lost his job earlier this year after he was indicted on charges of conspiracy, bribery, and fraud for accepting payola from Jewish businessmen. This is one of the uh, many in the corruption scandal that's been rocking the NYPD. Yeah. And he was one of the worst. This is one of these guys who uh, just had no scruples whatsoever. He would, he, th- these guys would give him money, and he would drive them, or he would pick them up from the airport. Uh-huh. How much money would you have to get paid to pick somebody up from the airport? It'd have to be a lot. That would be... <laughs> Especially if you're a cop. If you're a cop, yeah. But he got to run lights, probably, right? He probably just had enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah, who doesn't love riding in a car with two Jews who just got off a plane? Huh? <laughs> who doesn't? What What could be What could be a better time? I don't know. He, th- these guys were very grateful, though. They would give him not only cash, they'd give him a diamond here and there <laughs> for your wife. They're going to drop a diamond on him. That is the most stereotypical right. bribe from a Jew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did Shakespeare write this? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <It's- laughs> because it is, it is play the bribe of the Jew. The bribe of the Jew. <laughs> And they even came over to his place around the holidays, and they would they would, they would give him like uh, they gave he gave their kids an Xbox. Oh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say like he gave them what Jewish food. They're yes. like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks it's like for the, the, op- sh- it's like the opposite of a bribe. It's <laughs> yeah, I owe you now. Not only that, this Grant guy, he, this is the, who was running the precinct yeah. where you know this was supposed to be uh, handled here. Mister Patterson's uh, beating was uh, this this Grant got on a flight. Um, at least I don't know how many times this happened, but they would. This is how into bribing the cops they were. They they take their private plane, right, charter mm-hmm. it, and go uh, charter a plane rather and go to uh, fucking Vegas. And uh, this uh, hooker they would have would you know be like a dressed like a flight attendant, right? Was dressed like a flight attendant in this instance uh, that I'm speaking of, and just you know fucked everybody. Just, wow, <laughs> just fucked everybody. Um, and Mr. Grant here in particular took took advantage of her uh, of the situation on a permanent, you know. But like yeah. he he got laid a lot. She slept in his bed even in Vegas. This is the this is the guy who took the whore home and kept her in his bed all night. Wow. Uh, yeah. That is uh, that's a silly person. You you know you expect a little more callousness out of a cop. I gotta you know I really <laughs> yeah. I feel like you know they say New York's going soft, and there's nothing that's uh, more indicative of that than. Uh, 
than a uh, a high ranking official mm-hmm. trying to save a hoe. That's uh, <laughs> trying trying to like uh, you know make sweet love to her. Yeah, uh, hold her all night. Hold her. Spoon the hoe. Oh my Gross. God. Do not sp- <laughs> spoon you, the hoe. You pay her to leave. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> you pay her to leave. <laughs> she stayed. Her name was Gabby Greco. And you, if you want to follow her on Twitter now, do follow Gabby Greco and tell her that you heard about her on on uh, New York City Crime Report. Here's what you do. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about your Beauty Bar show. Beauty Bar, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock at Beauty Bar in Manhattan on and 14th Street. Big anniversary show on the 28th. Big anniversary show on the 28th. So we would got, you go uh, so far as to say that if you were going to come to one, that's the one to come to? Well, that's you're going to see uh, Vince Averill and Jesse Pop, who are the uh, comics who uh, handed us the show. Yeah. And uh, two uh, former... Served it to you on a silver platter. Served it to us on a silver platter. Our uh, brothers from Michigan, uh, we're, we kept it as a... Uh, as a Michigan, uh, you're trying to, what was that? I was trying to indicate me. Am I oh. on the show? Are you on the show? Uh, you are not. On, that show is already booked. Uh, <laughs> uh, that show is already booked, but uh, we uh, we will get you. I'll get you on, absolutely. Then I don't want to do that show, but you guys <laughs> can go to it. Because he's senior Jew correspondent, Nate Fritzen. He's mm-hmm. put a hector on me. Yes, I, I have. I, I, I'm temporarily kosher. Yeah, I would say so. In so, my presence, I mean, you're, you know, that's the the soda you're drinking is kosher. Everything you're doing is great. That's because, yeah, that's fucking man. That's so good to know. I I worry about that sometimes. Am I? I, I know that I'm I'm Jewish, but am I Jewish enough? <laughs> so few of us are. It's almost impossible. It's yeah. al- it, it's almost what they call a uh, you know oh, things uh, like that. Uh, uh, an oxymoron. Oh, an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's an ox- It's not a dumb something. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> And that's nothing but the silliness. They, they, they're no one's listening. No, people, they shut it off a lot. Of time. And I have to go to this spot. I'm going to spare you all the rest of it. Just, I hope you're subscribing at CrimeReport.nyc. Leave a nice review on iTunes. It means a lot. And a five-star rating. Say something good if you can. I appreciate my listeners uh, because, you know what? You guys are a little bit better than everybody else. Don't ever forget that. Thank you one more time, Nate Fritz. And thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. I feel like, you know, they say New York's going soft and there's nothing that's uh, more indicative of that than uh, than a uh, a high ranking official mm-hmm. trying to save a hoe. That's uh, <laughs> trying to trying to like, uh, you know, make sweet love to her. Yeah. Uh, hold her all night. Hold her. Spoon the hoe. Oh, my gross. God. Do not sp- <laughs> spoon you, the hoe. You pay her to leave. Everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> you pay her to leave. <laughs>